Hi, I'm Tom. And Kay. And we're Lake Erie Dogs. And this is the Lake Erie Dogs Podcast, episode number one, season two. If you want to learn more about Lake Erie Dogs, you can follow us on social media at Lake Erie Dogs, or check us out on our website, it's www.lakeeriedogs.com. Okay, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. What are you up to? I'm just holding our child. Our child? <laughs> last you guys, last they heard you were pregnant. I'm sure a lot of people that listen to our podcast are like Probably up know. to date yeah. with everything. Yeah. So but we had a baby. We had a baby. Griffin. Griffin Theodore Puliafico was born December 10th. Yep. But the last time we, you guys heard from us was probably mid-July. Yeah, the middle right. of last year. And so we want to just catch up everybody. Again, even if you follow us, you probably know a lot of this stuff. But Let's some people up. just listen. Yeah. You know? Um, so back July, August, we were getting in the rhythm of the new property. Yeah. We had daycare running full go and business was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then unfortunately, um, Drax passed away in August. And one of our three. One of our three. Kind of the head honcho, the black dog and the lo- they're all black and white aren't they no 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 yeah but um yeah Drax was like my first dog rescued him and everything and you guys heard a lot about him in last year yeah he was but... our main socializer he helped he we 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 said he trained a lot of dogs and helped us do our job yeah plenty of times we we said that and gave him a lot of credit and posted about him and that kind of thing he passed pretty suddenly we really Mm. weren't expecting it there were no signs and Mm. we uh we took him to the vet for uh he was his his pee was a little bit darker than normal and we took him to the vet and they found um like a hemorrhage a hemorrhage he was bleeding internally all of his um his stats were all off, and then we found a tumor on his liver. Yeah, and this was just you, because I was yeah. kind of holding down the floor Yeah, we here. had like eight dogs at the time, because I thought, oh, I'll just take him to the vet, we'll get we'll get his blood work done, see what's going on, see why his blood so dark, or his mm. pee was so dark, and it was because he was bleeding internally, and he had, the tumor had ruptured internally. Yeah. So they gave us like... Me no, an hour to no drive option. out. No option. Yeah. Like literally no option. You can either gamble on a surgery and have it removed, and and maybe he makes it, or you can kind of do the peaceful thing and the the caring thing, and that's that's what we chose to do. Um, mm-hmm. So that that was a big gut punch for us. I think that's why you really didn't hear from us on in this way because it was really hard to talk about. It's still really hard to talk about. Um, just because we really had no idea at yeah. all. He was a spring chicken. I mean, he was still running around. I have videos of him running um, just like three days before that happened. Yeah. So it but was it something was grateful that, that he yeah. got to come to the new property yes. and spend, you know, summer with us and everything. Yeah. Um, then it was hard for us. Like, you were pregnant, but then at the same time, 
we were kind of getting to this point too where we were becoming a one man show. Yeah, I was kind of tapping out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, with pregnancy, not that you were tapping out. Yeah. Your body was demanding other things of you. Right. But then on top of that, for me, I would say I felt an extreme amount of, I don't know what they could, they would call it, compassion fatigue. Yeah, and I think that's something a lot of dog trainers don't talk about. Not at all. Yeah. And like, I know everyone experiences it and it needs to be something said a little bit more. When you're years in the game, yeah. you get fatigued from having compassion for these living creatures on a day-to-day basis like for owners too for owners Um, it's a very emotional business yeah so i was just kind of like tapped out going through the motions just trying to take care of business and take care of the property and do my part you know through case pregnancy because you know like we've been a two-man show for almost five years now Mm. and then of course we have matt and carly Great. Who we are just so grateful for our employees who just really, really stepped it up during this time when our, we were expanding our family. But it's just been me and Tom before that. And it, it, there's still a lot of times where it's just me and Tom running the show. It's a 24-7 business. We have a lifestyle business, I like to call mm. it. And um, I couldn't uphold the lifestyle business that we were we were functioning on so Tom really really did pick up a lot of um, hours and duties that I would be doing so that that took a lot of time yeah (laughs) but we kept trucking we really didn't slow down very much I mean we took a I want to say a two-week maternity leave after we had Griffin he was a healthy baby boy yeah we we planned it out that way Mm -hmm. too so we and we really prepped Carly and Matt up for it like Matt is at this point now where he works the board and trains, so does Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt obviously has some years of learning through training where Carly's super young. She's still 18. Yeah. Um. So she's been awesome. Yesterday I watched her playing tug with one of our board and trains, Duke, and she's yeah. killing it. I was watching um, her leash work the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn. Yeah. We did good. She is really clean. We're getting both of them involved with like more clientele, like talking to clients, being part of our one-on-ones and that kind of stuff, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, Being managers was never something we really expected to do. But we're managing managing people. We're training people. They make it pretty easy to manage, thankfully. Um, Yeah. So some other topics I have here too is like also... um, So... We wrapped up the year pretty smoothly. We set up the board and trains, you know, easing up to being like, this is Griffin's due date. Yeah. And thankfully, we got them done a week early. Yeah. You know, like all our board and trains, because he was due on the 18th, and we were like sending home dogs on the 17th, but actually we got them home like the last Matt two dogs. Matt sent them, sent them home and did the yeah, take home for Hob and Henry the morning I gave birth. Yeah, so they were going home like that morning, and I, I unfortunately couldn't make it to, not unfortunately, but couldn't yeah. make it to their take home. Matt was coming in anyhow. He took over the role, which I really appreciated, which yeah. was awesome. and it was an awesome take home. And then we set up Matt and Carly through like January, and for me too, where we just took on a bit of easier dogs, like all under a year. Yeah. They were all puppies and... It worked out It was a good good. crowd. They did a great job taking care of them and training them as well as like, you know, those dogs turned out awesome. I feel like the finesse that it took in scheduling and planning that is underrated. Mm. I mean, as a business owner, you really have to think of every angle that could possibly Mm. happen. And we planned it really well. And we got to, I had a great postpartum experience as a business owner. We were adjusting really well. Everything was 
going really smooth with Griffin. Griffin was healthy, thankfully. Yeah. Um, the, the business was running really smooth. And then me and Kay, Kay got, had her first experience to get to go out with me. Um, and we went out and we were sitting there looking at our phones. And we saw that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they let us know. They, uh, they let us, a breeder let us know that they had the puppy okay. available. Um, of German Cherry Hair Pointer. So now we have a puppy, too. We have a puppy, too. We have Birdie, Jane, and I think it's... We were just like, you know, this is going so well. Like, what's one more? Let's throw what's a puppy one more? On What's it. one more wake up in the middle of the night? Like, <laughs> let's just do it. Yeah. So we have Birdie and Griffin now. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm really glad because Griffin's immobile still. <laughs> And mm. Birdie's learning boundaries. She's learning how to be in the house. And we're going to talk about that in another podcast. But mm-hmm. it has been, I honestly think it's the perfect timing. There are moments where it's stressful. Like you'll get Griffin down and then Birdie will start whining. But it's like, it's manageable. Yeah. There's yeah. a constant rotation of yeah. all that. And which... she's so young. She needs to sleep a lot. Yeah. And she really only has so much in her that you can mm. exhaust her pretty quickly. So, coming up after this podcast, we're going to be recording a two-part about Birdie's first four weeks with us. Yeah. Um, which I'm excited to do. Yeah. But mainly, we wanted to make, you know, kind of like... Let's a, catch up. Let's catch up, because it's definitely very much needed, right? Right. And just kind of, you know, Kay's a mother now. I know. You know. So, know. tell us, how is it being a business owner and mother? What's that balance like? Well, at first, it was really, really hard to, like, bounce between, like, being being a mom, caring for a newborn, feed, I, I'm breastfeeding exclusively, so every two hours, in some way, shape, or form, I'm needed. Like, it's just been hard to learn how to balance that, but at the same time, I'm finding ways to, like, incorporate him into my business ownership role, and it's, it's fun. It's very empowering. Um, to be able to do both when I when I am able to balance it. And Tom and I have, like, set up a new way of, like, working together that has made it really manageable. I, I'm doing less let-outs while Griffin's sleeping. We're, we're juggling, like, his feeding times and things like that. It's definitely, like, time efficiency. Yeah, you have you to know, be very I, productive when you can be productive. Yeah, and there's ways to be productive that I need to be with, yeah. with you know, the dogs yeah. and the business and you need to be where you have to be yeah. like, I have to get on the computer. I got to go do this, you right. know, um, I feel like our handling roles, and you know, all that stuff you're trying to pick up again. Right. I feel know. like our roles were really muddied before. Like we could mm-hmm. do each other's jobs, but now they're very defined. Like, like you, you have, have to do yeah. this and I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly like it more. <laughs> Like your standard operations, my standard operations. Yes, exactly. But yeah, so there's been that balance where it's, you know, you have to feed, you have to do all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And then I need to fit myself in for nap times, diapers when he's awake. Right. Yeah. Um, To give me time to go away and do those things and work with the dogs. And thankfully you let me sleep. I know that you want to, like, look at me and you see me sleeping there peacefully and you want (laughs) to strangle me each night. But we do it though. We're okay. We do it. Yeah. Because you know, like, I think women were meant to function on like less sleep. Because I do fine with five, if I can get four to five hours, mm-hmm. and that's broken up into two hour increments, mm-hmm. I can function just fine. 
but I know you would not do well like that. No. Like, you need a solid straight six hours at mm-hmm. least, or you're, yeah. you're just not the same person that you are. You don't function the same. And then there's a lot of the physical and, like, yeah. plants and all that kind of stuff, and I need to be sharp for the training and that right. kind of thing, and you're allowing me to do that. Yeah. Right? You're- so that we can have that balance, because at the end of the day, getting the dogs trained, and then you taking care of Griffin, like, mm-hmm. we have to keep that balance, but... You still are staying pretty businessy. You're on top of stories. You're on top of... The behind the scenes. Yeah, you really didn't believe in yourself at first about it, but you've been doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a new role that it takes some acceptance, and there's no way to prepare yourself for it, but I uh, we're doing it. Like yesterday, I did all of our bookkeeping mm-hmm. for six months like while holding Griffin, and that was the coolest feeling. Like, I can do both. Yeah. It's okay. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if the IRS is coming after us, that's why. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Baby in arms as I was filling out the, the paperwork. The paperwork. Oh, jeez. No, it's okay. But, yeah. What else can we talk about? So then we're also, like, trying to expand, mm-hmm. you know, this year into... I'm starting to offer one-on-ones. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we launched a whole new program during this process, which I think yeah. is really cool... Um, because it doesn't take up as much time where we're not having the dog stay with us, but mm-hmm. we're still able to offer like a very needed service that I think will, it'll apply to a lot of people, the one-on-one service. So it's an eight day program of consecutive lessons for eight weeks. Yeah. So like a lesson every week, pretty much, you know, there's some gaps there. Um, so probably spanning over 10 weeks yeah. in reality, but eight lessons, and the goal is to kind of, I take over the dog the first half, and then we eventually expand into the right. owner taking over everything. Yeah, and this is the but, owner doing a lot of work at home yeah. and taking on the responsibility of that consistency part that we get in the board and train, mm-hmm. but giving them the tools, the exercises, and the knowledge, essentially, mm-hmm. to do it themselves. Yeah, and one of my issues initially was with one-on-ones where... They always are, obviously, a cheaper program. Yeah, and we're not letting people choose either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely more like, you fit, you fit here fit. or you fit here. Yeah. Fit. But I, I'm very excited for the group of people that we have for, like, our marks sessions coming up because they all seem very committed. We got yeah. some dogs that are, you know, just young doodles, some dogs that are trying to do therapy work mm-hmm. um, with all very committed owners, and that's mm-hmm. what I look for in that. That's what it requires. To yeah, be worth it. Because we're going to go through it in 10 weeks. And in between those lessons, I need them setting goals and trying to achieve particular things throughout the process. Right. And, um, you know, the goal is to take them through everything that a board and train goes through. Right. You know. But again, the big difference there is the owner that has the time to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Where during our board and train, we get to put in the sessions. Right. right. You know, we have to put in that repetition. And then I also find that the board and trains, you know, some dogs just, hey, I'd hear they need, you know, socialization or they're struggling here. And it just might be a better idea that they get more of that with us and kind right. of a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to do it. It's one thing that I kind of fought myself on for years. Yeah, we took we but, took one-on-ones down when we first started the mm-hmm. business because it was just not, we weren't seeing the results we wanted to see. But I think mm-hmm. in this manner... And taking some, a break and looking at it and structuring it in this way, 
it'll it'll be a much better program and we'll see the success that we want because at the end of the day we want to see all these dogs back for boarding so Mm -hmm. if we don't daycare yeah and daycare and all of those things and we want the owners to experience the success that we know that every dog's capable of and if we're not if if we don't we don't see that we're not going to enjoy it and we're not going to have the success and they're not going to be a lake erie dog yeah so yeah we definitely want i'm excited Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then um and we're offering else? it in semesters too so yeah that's what a, i was gonna get it's into not that. a continuously offered program it's only offered mm-hmm. twice or three times a year so that we really focus on that chunk of time yeah my big thing is for me to succeed at doing it for people is that i need to be like okay all these dogs are at kind this, of the same yeah week, right this is all week one dogs this is all week two yeah and this is how the pattern kind of goes till i figure it out um, so that I'm not trying to be like, oh, this dog's here, this dog's here. You have like you a know. consistent lesson Yeah, plan. exactly. So the next round should, I'm thinking it's either going to be after 4th of July. of July, after 4th of July or mid-June. I don't know. I need to talk to you about it. Yeah, I was um, saying July. But I think we can fit them in. Um, but yeah, so we just kind of want to update you guys on the past year. What else? How's the property? What do we... Um... Yeah, so we're coming up on a year of being here yeah. on this dream property. Um, it's changed our lives. Yeah. I, I, every day I wake up thankful. Um, the winter here was totally not bad at all. Um, it, we were able to function full force. We never had to worry about the like the snow or the water or weather didn't affect a single Even thing we, we did. Even as we get into spring and yeah. the water, um, so it's just been a life changing experience. The dogs <laughs> love it. I mean, we have trails in the back, and we're always able to exercise. We're always able to have that off leash experience that we really more than we did before. Because dogs more. are experiencing it each day. Yeah, we're like sometimes we would do it with them. It was it was just if. It was like a couple Depending times on a the week. day, yeah. Because we were still close to other houses and stuff, and you were like, "Oh, uh, you know, like if that if our neighbor's out working on their yard, you can't have the dogs out off leash, right? Or we would have to go off property to take them off leash. Mm-hmm. And now we kind of have that consistency as well as teaching them how to walk on leash. With you know, there's a lot of great you know them being homeowners. How's that been? Hard. Yeah. Home ownership is wild. It's, I dreamed of it for so many years and like, don't get me wrong. I love Mm. it, but there's a lot that goes into it. But we're here for years and we're going to do it it for a while. I'm here for it. I Um, mean, we completely remodeled our entire upstairs within the first six months of being here. mm. And that added like a whole, I don't know how many square feet this is, but a lot more living space to Mm. the home. And And we enjoy it like. You know, we're obviously going to build on projects as the years yeah, to come. Yeah, we're but... continuously upgrading. Like, yeah. this year we learned that the garage is really hard to heat and we need to insulate our attic yeah. and, like, do all these things that we're going to have to continuously upgrade um, for the facility and for our house to, like, make the business run and function properly. Like this spring, I'm getting hot water tanks installed at all the hoses so we can, because mm-hmm. we didn't think about that, like yeah. using the hoses throughout the winter and whizzy washing. We had yeah. to set or a heater. Grooming, yeah. yeah, we had to set a heater next to the hose to defrost it so we could whizzy wash the yard. Yeah. All of these things we just really didn't anticipate or like think about until owning a home. And I, I love it. I think it's fun. I love having contractors come out and quote it. I love like getting, seeing yeah. what it's going to take to 
improve and all of that. Yeah, I'm not like, I think I got a settled here and I got done what we needed. Yeah. But right now I'm kind of in this phase of, I sh- like, I'm focusing on training this year and right. that kind of thing. And anyway, we could, we could contract out for a lot of the stuff. Yeah. The one thing I am going to try to work on is we are... In the looks, also. In the looks. <laughs> for getting goats. We're thinking about getting goats. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. Mainly for, I really want milking goats. Um, that was always my dream. Raw milk is something that's really important to me to have for my family. And a cow is not really in the in the cards no. at the moment. So goats are a good starting. Goats are a great animal to... Like, what I watch Caesar and he has all those animals too. Yeah. And like, sometimes you could take the goat on the walk with the dog that's makes work, that's reactive or something. Yeah. And that's really going to kind of like open their I, eyes and change their mindset about other animals on walks and right? stuff. Right. I did have um, a lot of people reach out to me when I shared about it mm-hmm. that like a lot of dogs attack goats because of their like dead stare. Their dead eyes. They have no way of like communicating body language to a dog and a dog just like straight up is not cool with that mm-hmm. but i think it'll be great to work them around it the goats will obviously have a very safe fence and yeah, we won't be area. like off like free-ranging goats on our property with the dogs and everything the chickens have done well the not chickens a, free not a, the chickens free range at their own risk they yeah. have a safe place to be but they're like but we have not lost a chicken no yet to a dog that we know of <laughs> Mm-hmm. There have been two that we have found, but I think those were predators, mm-hmm. not dogs. Like we would hawks, know if it was a dog, yeah. Which is something we'll talk about maybe with Birdie down the line of like working on. We're thinking bird about Birdie being a hawk protection dog. <laughs> like, like she could tar- she could point at the She's hawks, gonna and, point it and bark yeah. at and chase away the the hawks because yeah. that's really the only predator we've experienced are large birds. Yeah, everything else is kind of we're in it our own sustaining like ecosystem so yeah animals. we're surrounded by farmland yeah. and there's not much forest around so yeah. there's not many larger mm-hmm. animals that really affect us and hear coyotes occasionally but yeah but we're expanding it's it's coming together yeah um, the, the idea is to make this a really i mean my plan is to make this really a self-sufficient little mm-hmm. homestead that we also make a living off of through dog training and and dogs get to experience that, like, farm life that mm-hmm. is just happy-go-lucky, like... Like in, in the um, the food supply room where all the dogs' food and tools are and everything. Um, Kay has a little project going on in there right now. <laughs> She's incubating eggs with her incubator, so we're going to... From have... our roosters and our chickens. Yeah, And so... it's working. <laughs> so we're going to see how that goes. Um, and then we'll have chicks in that room. In, like, two weeks. Yeah. Like, they'll it doesn't hatch take in, like, long. two weeks. It only That's takes awesome. 21 days for eggs to hatch. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, I don't know if the sound quality is great. Sorry yeah. if it's not. But um, our board didn't want to do a podcast today, but we did. It was holding us back for too long, and we're just like, screw it. Like, we're gonna you can listen to us talk yeah. low quality. Yeah. Like, we're still in the future now. Like, this mm-hmm. Mac definitely has a great Mac microphone. Right. So, we're fine. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? We are starting daycare up again. So daycare took a will always take a nice break over winter. There's just no point in us having it at this point where we're at on the property over winter. Mm-hmm. If we get a bigger indoor space, maybe. Um, but 
We, we holidays. Everybody mm-hmm. needs that breathing time. Even the dogs slow down in them. winter. Yeah. Like in dog training for the past ten years, I cannot tell you or express like the reality that dogs as animals slow down in winter. Yeah. We should slow down in winter. So we right? we definitely slow down. It's not that we're depressed. It's just like your body's like take a break. You know, this is a time slower. for rest and reset. And yeah. You know, so it definitely is a good time for us to take a book when we plan on yeah, so we, daycare being The last daycare day up. was around Thanksgiving. Now we're opening it back up yeah. um, in the middle of March, and yeah. we're going to go go ham for summer and spring, yeah. and we're really excited. We've got a lot of dogs coming back that want to come every Tuesday and Thursday. We have about, I want to say, four or five slots mm. open still, um, but it's we're really excited to offer mm. that service again. Me and Carly are going to... Really man it, me, Carly, drop and Griffin. And, <laughs> and then drop off and pick up times, 8 yeah. to 10. Drop off and pick up times are 8 to 10, and then 4 to 6. Mm-hmm. That applies to boarding as well. They yeah. give you that window. So that Last year, we were flexible about it, like people coming earlier. And unfortunately, this year, we have family-wise. Yeah. We got and the boarding trains, too. It's, yeah. it's that 6 to 8 window is really for us to... Get the boarding trains out, get get them clean, get their stuff clean, their areas clean, their tools on, mm-hmm. take it slow with them, have a morning, and then we can start the rush of the day. And Tom mm-hmm. and Matt are going to focus on the boarding trains. Me and Carly are going to handle daycare and boarding. Yeah. And that's kind of how we're looking at... Balancing it out. Bed, yeah, spreading out the labor and balancing out. Yeah. I think dates. it should work good. I should be able to bounce around yeah. between whatever. Tom and I but. really talk about every angle possible for... For all things that we do, so I, I we've imagined it working out really well. Mm-hmm. So we're excited. I'm excited for daycare. And then in June we'll have a break boarding wise, just for everybody to know, uh, boarding and daycare wise. Yeah, June just for a week, 2nd. June second to the ninth or to the tenth. We're excited. To the 10th. I'm excited. Tom's I wanted to bring it. Very up. excited. It's my He's birthday trip. We're gonna go to planning Griffin's first national park trip to South Dakota. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Griffin, Birdie, too. Um, I have the goal of getting Birdie to a certain point, fully training her up to leash. She'll be six, six months. Six months. Yeah. So, you know, kind of her first, like a milestone, not her first milestone, but a pretty big milestone. Well, a big trip. Um, and then coming back and then for the rest of her first year, like going in off leash training and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and we'll get into That's all of that plan. And hiking, seeing Mount Rushmore, yeah. going to Custer State Park, Devil's Tower. So many plans. A lot of cool places, the Badlands, but mainly, you know, I want Griffin to see the world. Um, yeah. I don't want him to think only Ohio exists as he grows up, <laughs> um, because Ohio has its own reign of issues right now. So, aside from that, I just want him to see the beautiful parts of this country and this world. Yeah. So... I'm going to plan on doing that every year on us getting him out and yeah. getting Birdie out. And it's I the want... only week we take off. Yeah. We... One week aside from the daycare stuff to, you yeah. know, do that. Um, so that's going to be exciting. We just want to let people know ahead of time for boarding purposes that we won't be available for that week. So, um, you know, plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. So other than that, now that we're caught up, we can get to the real podcasting. <laughs> um I'm very excited. We're going to wrap this one up. And yeah. we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about life of raising a puppy. 
Yeah. You know, um, I this think... is Tom's first puppy he's ever owned. He's ever gotten as a puppy. Yeah. His other dogs were rescues. Yeah, Stone. Yeah. My mom, had cap- my mom had Captain, but I was like in high school and 14 years old. You weren't old. raising that puppy. Yeah, I wasn't really like, I was, but I wasn't, right. you know. Um, and then through college and stuff, we got a lot of breaks from each other. And then, yeah, Drax and Snow were rescued. And so now this is my first time of raising a puppy, so... I think it's humbling. It's humbling. It yeah. really is. I had a... I talked to someone today for an email. She's like, I wanted to get an older puppy because I didn't want to have to do the potty training. And I'm like, I see your point. I see your right? point. You know, where I'd be like, <laughs> I feel oh, you. No, you should that do bad. that. But I'm like, yeah, it's been hell. Um, <laughs> not, not that bad. So we're going to talk about all the ins and outs. And it's going to be really like, this is what we're doing with Raising Birdie. And yeah. this is how... You could train your puppy or maybe bring your dog into your, your new dog. Or yeah, or training send with it them. to somebody who's got so. a puppy right now. Like, I think it'll be yeah. a good conversation and just, we feel you. So we're going to talk about building foundational training, management, how we're doing potty training, crate training, um, from the day we brought her home, just like what a full day looks like with yeah, her. schedule. Um, you know, but... And our training plans, you know, because... Yeah realistically she's developing mentally right now we're in the critical period and we don't even take board and trains until they're six months about so we're we're we have a plan for how we're approaching her yeah. training goals and we'll talk about what the critical period yeah. is um it's just about we'll get into all that. yeah we'll get into that fun stuff um griffin is queuing us up if you can't hear he's saying i need a little i need i need some attention yeah uh birdie probably needs a let out all the other dogs um also like matt our new trainer is out for the day with his new dog yeah so we're gonna go check on all the dogs check on take care of griffin here and we're gonna for the afternoon record some more about uh training birdie cool well thanks for tuning in yeah if you have any questions about um business ownership, dog training, and having a baby, and those kinds of things, don't hesitate to message us. Drop at, a DM. <laughs> at Lake Erie Dogs on Instagram or Facebook. And then you can find us at LakeErieDogs.com for more information about training. Schedule eval. We have the They're board and training program. Every, every Friday we have free yeah. evals. An hour we long, try to open spaces up here and there. An but... hour-long conversation with Tom. Yeah. So even if you just need to call me about, like, hey, I'm dealing with this and you just need 10 minutes to talk to a professional trainer, feel free to reach out. And uh, Griffin says peace out. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.